0: Last week, we fantasized about our dogs having superpowers. Coincidentally, the day the show released was National Superhero Day. Who Who'da thunk it? Today, the shirt I pulled out of my dresser was a Star Wars tee. And today is May the 4th be with you. Tomorrow, the day this show will release is Cinco de Mayo.
1: We would love for you to join our community of dog lovers. Log on to Facebook and search for our business page, Family Dog Fusion. There you will get updates as to what's going on with our dog-loving family and friends from all over the world. See events, our travels, or just information that you may need about the podcast, our book, or the new products we'll be releasing. That's Family Dog Fusion on Facebook. See you there.
0: This is Discover Your Dog, the show that never believes in coincidences. I am Benny Copeland, trainer of people, behaviors to the dogs of all breeds, and just like you, the listener, a dog lover. Today, I'm going to do something I thought, I've thought about doing for a long time, and I've never really pulled the trigger on it. I'm going to talk about specific breeds of dogs and their typical behaviors. Well, since this show releases on Cinco de Mayo, I'm going to talk about the Chihuahua. Currently, I have two different clients, each with a Chihuahua, and there are similar traits in each of these dogs, and the reason I'm training is very different for each client. Hey, Benny, maybe I can help you, being that I'm Nacho Dog, the most famous Chihuahua on the podcast. No, no, Nacho Dog, you retired when Devin retired, but thank you for offering. So let's celebrate the 5th of May, right after this.
1: Do you love what you hear in all of these podcasts? Does what Benny say just make sense to you? Well, if you want a more in-depth understanding of what it means when we say demystify your dog's behavior then you need to go to amazon.com and get Benny's book, Family Dog Fusion. Yes, we named the book after the website because we wanted things to be simple to remember. And most of all, we really want to fuse your dog into your family. In these few pages, Benny has decoded dog behavior. He's found a way to make what he has learned over the past 20 years of his life make sense when it comes to communicating with your dog. Also, the great thing about this book is you can mark up the pages, highlight the important stuff, bend the heck out of the spine even if you want to. It's yours. So we suggest to do all those things and then give it away and buy a new book when that happens. Family Dog Fusion on Amazon.com. Get your copy today.
0: If you were to Google the Chihuahua, by the way, it's spelled C-H-I-H-U-A-H-U-A, I thought there were J's instead of H's. It says that the Chihuahua is the smallest breed in the world, and it's named after the Mexico State of Chihuahua. This breed is small and usually will live over 15, sometimes to 20 years, if well taken care of. They also have a smooth coat or a rough coat. Uh, They call it a long coat, and they weigh from three to six pounds on average. Google, per Wikipedia, describes their temperament as lively, devoted, alert, courageous, and quick. We will get into more of that in just a few minutes. Now, the AKC had recognized the Chihuahua in 1904, and they put them in the toy group. Uh, They're considered a purse dog, so they can be taken around with people and carried around in a purse. I've trained a few dogs that are smaller breeds to actually jump into a bag and then um, so that the owner could take them around wherever they went. And this is one of those great breeds for that. But I'm going to talk about some of the temperaments, some of the personalities of these dogs, and some of the normal traits of each of these dogs. First of all, just so you know, If you don't train a Chihuahua, and no matter how small they are, they can be trained, they will rule your house. I have seen people that have these dogs and they become extremely protective and possessive. Um, They can actually become very possessive of one of the owners instead of accepting both owners. This happens typically with a dog that is adopted as an adult. I recently had a client that adopted an adult Chihuahua and it was very aggressive. And even when they went in to meet with this dog, the dog was aggressive at them and they decided to go ahead and bring it into the home. Well, the unfortunate part of the adoption is it was the wife that really wanted this dog and thought it was cute and thought she could work with it. But the dog really, really, really bonded with the husband. And he ended up falling in love with this dog. And even through the process of helping them train, um, which I was doing because I actually worked with the uh, with the uh, shelter, that adopted it to them even in the process of helping them she was extremely upset she would say oh i know i can make this dog love me and you know the dog would end up biting her because she would hold it and pick it up and <laughs> try to do things that this dog wasn't really happy with and that's kind of the attitude of a chihuahua i call it that that big dog attitude i mean even though they are the smallest breed they do have a really big attitude. Um, they're very willing to go into or bark at or you know chase off other dogs. Um, even I've seen small chihuahuas chase off bigger dogs just because of that attitude because they're willing to get into um, into the mess, into the thick of things. Uh, and I see this with this breed very consistently. Of the two clients that I'm currently working with, both of these dogs have this initial, almost aggressive greeting. Now, one of them, it's just their greeting. Um, her name is Nellie. And she will come out the door at you, uh, hackles up like she's coming after you. If you don't make a move or you don't do anything, which I did the very first time, she actually becomes your friend very quickly and is very pleasant, very nice dog. You don't have to worry about her biting you. Um, And I think what happened was it was more like the... Amazon and the the, the uh, postal people that would drop off packages. Well, they had little treats and stuff for her and they knew, man, she would come out after them and then they'd give them a treat and she'd just love and love and love on them. So she was both of those behaviors were actually being really reinforced with her. Uh, the big thing with Nellie that we were working on, was just her, um, she, again, as an adult was adopted and we were working on her, you know, anxiety and just her personal confidence, her self-confidence. And the owner and Nellie did very well and very good, uh, does well with other dogs um, because she is an older dog. She isn't always the easiest to go into a situation with another dog, but she does eventually do well with that other dog and has that but still has that really big dog personality. And it's very obvious that Nellie was bred um, a, a few times uh, as, as now that she's gotten to be an adult before she was either in a situation where she was a breeder dog or something like that. So, she just didn't have a lot of self-confidence. The other dog, actually, and his name is Remy, um, he comes out and he is one. If you bend over, he's going to bite you. Um, He definitely is one that wants to uh, take over the house. He wants to be the protector of the home and he wants to let people know it. And the great thing is when I went into this um, and to talk with this client, it's a couple they um, they said, you know, if we can't get this fixed, we'll just have to figure out how to live with it. And so this is definitely something that I'm about. You know, if you're willing to put in the time and the effort, I'm going to go into your home and I'm going to work with you. And we have gone uh, leaps and bounds with Remy. Remy is doing amazing. Uh, we still got to work on, you know, how he behaves on his walks and things like that. And And they're definitely doing that on a daily basis. And so I'm very confident that they're going to get where they want to be with Remy. And he is a loving dog too. I can now just go sit down and he's very accepting. Um, he's still at that initial greeting is still a little aggressive and he still shows some signs to the owners that he's not always really happy with how they're working with him and training with him. And again, as an adult, you know, they're trying to change some of the things and some of the ways that he behaves. And so it's very difficult. More difficult with an adult than it is with a younger dog. And again, like I said, typically this breed is very loyal to one person or a family. And, you know, in that case, um, if uh, they are even as a puppy, raised up with a family, they're going to be very loyal to that family. That family is going to be a part of them. So, the training typically comes down to letting them know the rules and making sure that they understand where their place is in the family. This also helps a dog to feel a lot more comfortable when they know their place, that they don't have to be the protector. And I've seen many chihuahuas that don't feel they have to be the protector. They know that that's not their job and so they are very accepting to people that come in. I've seen many Chihuahuas that are very aggressive, very territorial um, in their home because they are they were not trained and they do think that they have to be the protector and usually for me to come in late. With that dog, it typically is a little tougher to teach that dog to change its attitude. Uh, The one thing I always say about stubborn dogs, which a Chihuahua is a very stubborn dog, and one thing I do say about stubborn dogs is that in the Midst of training, if you can get that dog to start to accept a new route, a new path, a new rule, then they get very stubborn about that rule as well. So, training a stubborn dog means that once they accept that uh, that training and the way that they're supposed to behave, they get very stubborn about how they're supposed to behave. And I think that that's a big thing with the Chihuahua is just you have to set those boundaries, create those rules and structure in your home and really make them understand that being a part of the family, that you're the one that's supposed to do the protecting. They don't have to because of that big dog attitude. They definitely will take that role if you don't let them know. And I think that they're a great one, you know, if, if um, you know, you're know you going to be traveling and doing things like that, they can be extremely social. There are some dogs that you really do have to socialize um, that for them to be able to get along with other dogs. Um, this is not really one of those breeds. This dog has such a good, big attitude that they can get along with other dogs. Uh, my biggest fear with the Chihuahua, especially being the smallest breed, is that If you get it around a lot of big dogs, they can get hurt on accident, you know, especially in high play. I just don't see them playing a lot. I see them playing with smaller dogs, um, but I don't see them as big players. Like they don't play a lot. Um, They're more sophisticated, you might say. So I really do like that about that breed, too. Um, So I've got the two things. I think I'm going to end on this Uh, the two things that. that we should discuss and when I talk about each breed I think this is a really good uh, statement as to what you you know as to well we'll just say the statement why you should or why you should not get whatever breed we're talking about so in this case it's a chihuahua so first of all why should you not get a chihuahua why is a chihuahua not good for your home Well, if you're not willing to train, this is a big one. There are a lot of dogs that you can get away with that, but a Chihuahua really does need the rules, does need the structure. You do need to really train this dog if it's going to be a good part of your family. Now, if you also have tons of kids and a lot of activity in your home, um, this is a dog that can get kind of nervous. It can get kind of um, anxious with a lot of activity all the time. Um, It's one of those two that... er easy to really reinforce behaviors that you don't like because if they have a lot of fear attitude or a lot of fears or things like that, we have a tendency to coddle them and end up reinforcing those fears if you understand how we talk about training and things like that. So, that's another thing. If you got a lot of activity, a lot of kids, um, if you have bigger dogs in your home, this is not really a great Dog to have, um, they're not going to play well with others. Now, if your whole goal is like, I've got this one client; they've got a yellow lab, and they just got a pomeranian, and these two dogs are getting along well. Um, but if that, if their their bigger dog is really low activity, um, so with him not having a lot of activity, there's not really a whole lot of chance of him hurting the smaller breed. He was actually a little more fearful of the pomeranian. Um, at first anyway. And that's the thing that you would have. You would see a Chihuahua with that big attitude actually try uh, try to dominate those bigger dogs. And that could be a big problem as well. So, if you are not willing to train, if you have tons of kids, lots of activity in your home, this is a big anxiety issue for those dogs. And if you have bigger dogs, you may want to think about a different breed of dog to bring into your home. Why should you get a chihuahua? And this is a great question as well. I'm usually always talking about why not or the bad traits of a dog and I do feel like I need to let people know what what is a good what is a, a, a good breed for them or you know if you are looking for a dog there are dogs that would match your lifestyle. So if you're single or a couple which I'm working with those two clients, uh, which they are as well, that this is a really great opportunity for this small dog. Um, If you want a dog that is small and has a big personality and can be loyal, these are very loyal dogs. And with good training, you're going to help them. You have to be willing to do the training with that. Socialize them. Um, the more you socialize them earlier, the better that they are going to be with you and your family. Now, if you love to travel and you want to take your dog with you, this is an amazing dog to take with you. Typically, as they get older, they do just love to cuddle and lay around. They're not as active as they get older, you know, four or five, six years old. Um, you're going to see a lot of activity early on, but they, do, they are one of these breeds of dogs that just love to lay at your feet. There's a dog that's very similar also from Mexico called the um, Chinese Crested. It's considered a hairless dog. And these dogs are actually bred for their heat. Uh, They love to lay at their feet and lay at people and they emit tons. Tons of heat, and this is a very similar breed, of course, to Chihuahua's hair, and it's also that dog that just wants to lay around, maybe lay at your feet or lay with you on the couch, kind of cuddle up, especially as they get older. Um, You know, the things that I've seen with these dogs that have come into new homes as adults, they're showing some of their early stages of behavior and getting that active, trying to take over the home and do those things. So, with this dog being bred or being raised from the very beginning, you will see that they do become very loyal to you and they're going to love to want to just hang out with you. And so, traveling makes it really easy. I've been in places where people have had dogs in their purse and not even known the dog was there unless they pointed it out. And that's kind of the fun uh, thing about, you know, traveling or being able to take your dog to places with you. Um, I know when we taught the dogs to get into the bags, uh, we would, you know, make sure that they understood. And one of the tests that I did one time is I actually took a dog to the DMV and I stood in line for about two hours and nobody ever knew I had this dog. Of course, they were looking at me funny because it was a giant pink bag, but that's okay. (laughs) (laughs) And so in summary, today we talked about specific breed traits and personalities of the Chihuahua. You discovered that even though there are many similar traits, their personalities can be very different. You also learned more about this breed if you're ever thinking of getting one. Thank you.
1: If you would like to contact us, we have a link on our website, familydogfusion.com. We would love to hear your opinion and we value your feedback. So again, familydogfusion.com. Or if you just want to send us a direct message, you can do that via email. It goes to familydogfusion at gmail.com. Your comments are important to us and help us with future shows. Thank you for listening to our show. If you haven't already, please subscribe to our podcast and share it with your friends and family. Also, go ahead and give us a five-star review because it helps others find our show. And frankly, we just love to read them. This show is produced by Eric Janer and show notes are created by Carissa Dolan. Thank you to all of the Family Dog Fusion team and our affiliate sponsor, Healthy Paws Pet Insurance. For your free pet insurance quote, go to familydogfusion.com slash insurance and go to familydogfusion.com and sign up for your free membership today. Be impeccable
0: with your dog.